Everything Old is New Again is sponsored by the law office of Douglas Viviani. Douglas Viviani has been providing quality legal service for over 26 years. We're a general practice firm and can handle any legal matter you may have for a reasonable fee. If you're involved in a car accident, starting a business, planning your estate, or need a criminal attorney, please call 631-681-1910 or email us at vivianilaw at aol.com for a free consultation. Get the justice you deserve. Contact the law office of Douglas Viviani at vivianilaw at aol.com. You are listening to Everything Old is New Again with Doug Viviani and David Cohen. Is that right, Bob? I know. Uh, 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 Dave and, Dave and uh, uh, Doug. Dave and Doug. Dave and Doug. Yeah, they'll do. Okay. Why is a cat's tail like a long journey? I don't know, Oliver. Why is a cat's tail like a long journey? Because it's fur to the end. Because it's... <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, what do you think of that? Welcome to Everything Old is New Again. This is Douglas Viviani. I'm here with David Cohen. And that was the one and only W.C. Fields, the worst ventriloquist ever, I would argue, uh, in a 1934 uh, clip from a 1934 movie. Uh, If you didn't see or you can't see that, he's wearing a fake mustache and teeth so that you can't see his lips move. We're going to be discussing ventriloquism today, which I feel is one of the most underrated and maligned form of entertainment today. And it shouldn't be. I think it's a wonderful, wonderful form of entertainment. I've been enjoying it since Ed Sullivan in the 60s, Soap in the 70s, Cruise Ships, uh, Jeff Dunham uh, specials on TV, uh, and even, you know, America's Got Talent uh, winner in 2007, Terry Fader's headlining in, in the Mirage in Las Vegas. Um, I think it's a, a, a wonderful uh, wonderful art form and entertainment form. Dave, you? Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, uh, I've been on cruise ships, too. I haven't seen that much live ventriloquism, but I can say when I have seen it, it, th- these guys they and women they they kill they and, kill and usually we're professing to be somewhat knowledgeable a little bit about our topic today we have an expert an and actual an, expert an actual expert and a, a, one of the finest if not the finest uh, technician uh, and performer of this genre um, and uh, I'm really going to enjoy speaking with with him yes it's it's Jay Johnson Jay and his wooden ventriloquist partner Bob have been seen all over the world uh, Jay has hosted four of his own variety specials three syndicated game shows, and he starred in two television series. Uh, you've seen him on The Tonight Show with Jay Leno, Late Night with David Letterman, HBO comedy specials. Uh, he had a critically acclaimed one-man show, which won the Los Angeles Ovation Award and the coveted Tony Award for Best Special Theatrical Event on Broadway in 2007. He is the only ventriloquist to ever accomplish that feat. And uh, Jay will be remembered, however, mostly, it's my favorite part of this, for his role as the crazy ventriloquist in the classic television series Soap. So please welcome to Everything Old is New Again, Tony Award winner, Jay Johnson. Hi, hey, Jay. Hey, guys. Great. How are y'all? Uh, it's great to hear from you, Jay. Um, I want to start our conversation because we're all about Everything Old is New Again to talk a little sure. bit about uh, our art form, uh, this art form, and the beginnings of ventriloquism. And I know you touch upon that a little bit in your one-man show, Jay Johnson, The Two and Only, which, by the way, you can uh, uh, pick up on Amazon.com or go to the website, The to and only.com you can get a dvd or you can get the uh, video on demand um i don't want to explore the show in that tell us what's on the show but i do want to just explore a little bit what would you say is the beginnings of ventriloquism in general well uh you know you have to divide ventriloquism uh, as the art form we know today which is uh, performance art and uh, entertainment but the actual uh technique and the actual um art form started oh uh thousands of years ago um 
when it was not entertainment at all. It was more in the line with a, a palm reader, a soothsayer, seances, and so it was part of that um, necromancy of talking to the dead. So it's, it's only been uh, aligned with puppetry prob- probably for a couple of hundred years uh, before that. It was, it was a seance uh, technique, yeah. Hmm. Interesting. And, and I would suggest that when you talk about uh, with the puppetry, that um, in my world as a, as a, a person that's interested in the field but no, by means no historian or expert, that um, Charlie McCarthy, and or I should say Edgar Bergen with Charlie McCarthy is probably the the first and most successful in America, would you say? Uh, America, yes, and, and certainly one of the most successful of all time. Uh, not the first one to work with a puppet. Um, that would go to uh, probably a man uh, with a little nutcracker in the late 1700s. So that's <laughs> when it actually was uh, a part of puppetry back then. But, but yeah, Edgar Bergen, certainly, if, if you go to the uh, encyclopedia, I think. There, do we still have encyclopedias, speaking of old and new? Um, <laughs> yeah, they're on the Wikipedia now. They're that's on Doug's the, favorite I reference for this show. I was about to say he's, he's uh, when you, you go to ventriloquist in this activity it was his picture I, I assume that uh, if there's those books are still around it would still be there so <laughs> let's just listen to a bit of what he's done are you eating a tomato or is that your nose <laughs> is it true Mr. Fields that when you stood on the corner of Hollywood and Vine 43 cars waited for your nose to change to green no <laughs> way Woodpecker's lunch. <laughs> now there's W.C. Fields again. <laughs> the... Yeah, there, there was there was a wonderful Charlie McCarthy uh, uh, W.C. Fields line. Um, I think that uh, W.C. Fields said, "Charlie, I'm going to carve you into a gate leg." table and uh, no he said yeah, Charlie I'm going to make you into a Venetian blind and Charlie said that makes me shudder <laughs> <laughs> I almost I saw that one on YouTube there's lots of clips on YouTube um, that is it brings up an interesting topic for me though to have a ventriloquist on the radio for 19 years that's basically yeah. number one in his in his time slot for all that time certainly you couldn't see his lips so what uh, and then thereafter he was not the greatest technician what do you think made this fella so popular in, 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 uh, in the field well you you know, um, radio was the, the mass uh, media uh, entertainment back then. So uh, one of the great things about uh, being on the radio is that you got to do a film, which Bergen did, and then you got to see the people that you knew so well but had never seen them, only heard their voice. Um, so his popularity was uh, people coming to see what Charlie McCarthy looked like. And um, he was, um, Bergen was, was actually ripped off uh, in England by a guy named Archie Andrews. And the guy said, well, geez, if, if Edgar Bergen could be a ventriloquist on the radio, so can I. And he was wasn't a ventriloquist, but I think his show ran for ten years or something called Educating Archie, and it was it was just a guy with a puppet that uh, decided to imitate Edgar Bergen. I would also suggest, as a listener, that part of that also is the creation of a character. Uh, in that, uh, certainly, um, you know, his character itself in the press photos, you would only see the puppet or the you know the dummy uh, Charlie McCarthy as a, a animated person kissing uh, Marilyn Monroe. Oh, or sure, yeah, yeah, yeah. and so forth. So, and Charlie was maybe the, the perfect uh, icon for uh, the 20s and 30s, you know. He had that tuxedo, he had that uh, white tie and tail top hat and monocle, and, and he, looked very, uh, he looked very art deco. So he was, he was really an uh, uh, icon of the time. Uh, it's my understanding that, that, Charles, uh, that Edgar Bergen decided to use the, the, uh, that outfit 
outfit um, to get some respect for ventriloquism in, in, in general, I, or his act in general, I guess, right? Well, I, yeah, I've heard various reasons for okay. that. Certainly, that's what it accomplished. Uh, when Funny thing about Edgar Bergen, he was originally in the Broadway Dickville Follies of, uh, I, I'm thinking, 1937, 38. Uh, and when it got to New York, the, the show was eight minutes too long, according to Zickfield. And they weren't going to cut any of the girls, so they cut the, the only act that was seven minutes, and that was Edgar Bergen. So he did not make it to Broadway. Wow. He toured with that show. It's a long story to say that he, his next job was at uh, the Rainbow Room at, uh, at NBC um, Rockefeller Plaza. And they insisted on all their acts wearing tuxedos. So that's really that? <laughs> uh, the job. Did that, but that, that became his uh, his look, and it certainly is uh, it, it's his tradition today. And, and speaking of Broadway, coming full circle, back in, and it's not that long ago, 2006, 2007, uh, you were on Broadway in uh, Jay Johnson, The Two and Only. And in that performance, we're talking about characters and how the characters come alive for Edgar Bergen. I, I counted at least, I think there's more, but at least eight characters that you animate on, uh, on stage in that performance. And I wanted to ask yes. you what purpose those characters have, why you use so many different characters in the in the show. Well, each one, um, it's sort of, um, in my mind, uh, the, the Jay Chan's Tune Only is a, um, uh, a musical, and the, the musical numbers uh, are really the, the ventriloquist routine. So we, we added several characters just to, to make the show flow a little bit, but they, they all answer a question uh, as to the story. One is a, uh, a character I used when I was a very uh, young child. One was a, a character that I auditioned for Soap with, but they, they decided to recast, and that's where I met Bob. So they're all, um, they're, they're all players and members of, uh, of my my life and my uh, my biography, my background. So uh, that, they all played a part. That's great. So so when you auditioned for Soap with the first character, they liked uh -huh. you, but they didn't like the character? Well, it, it, it wasn't uh, that they didn't like it one way or the other. It just was not the look that they wanted. Uh, this character, Bob, was going to be very nasty and biting. And the character I had at the time, Squeaky, um, was a little too sweet looking. And it was hard for me to accept at the time because this was the puppet that I had uh, had made for myself and worked with all all the years before. So, but uh, they were right. Uh, Bob needed to be a little more uh, a little more snooty, a little have a little better look. I think. Great. We've got less than a minute. Just to ask one quick question before we get to the break, and we'll be right back on everything old is new again. I noticed that many times on stage, ventriloquists try to create these characters, do a lot to create characters, and then they do something that's interesting to me, where they break down that wall of the audience, where the character itself reminds uh, the audience that they're not animated, not alive. Why do you think? Why do you do that? Well, it's it's like a juggler occasionally dropping a, a, a you know a pen. You you do that to make remind everybody that's how you're hard you're working because you can really get lost in ventriloquism and uh, believe that it's two people. And um, I think all us ventriloquists like to remind everybody we're we're working hard for their entertainment. I think that's it. That's great. We'll be right back with Jay Johnson on Everything Old Is New Again. This portion of Everything Old is New Again is sponsored by ResumeDoctorInc.com. When you're seeking to change your career, apply for a promotion, or are trying to find a job, your resume is the first thing that's seen that represents you to a potential employer. Make sure your resume makes a clear, concise, and professional impression of who you are so you can get that job interview. Send your current resume to ResumeDoctorInc at AOL.com for a free online review. You'll receive a timely reply with a reasonable quote to properly prepare your resume. Let them make sure you have a resume that will get you noticed. Send your resume or questions to Resume Doctor Inc. at AOL.com. That's Resume Doctor Inc. at AOL.com. Okay, what, what is happening now, Jay? Well, we're going to return to everything old is new again with uh, uh, Doug and Dave. Oh, okay. 
I got nothing else better to do. Let's listen. Say difficult. Difficult. Louder. Difficult. Good. <laughs> very difficult. For you, for me, very easy. I'm sorry, Pedro. I have no time for you. Okay? It's all right. All right. I will teach you some juggling things. I like. You like? Yes. I like to. <laughs> if you remember, it goes a little ways back. I'm going to quiz you, Jay. I'm sure you know who that was, right? Oh, the guy, Spinner Winters, of course. Uh, I think he did, uh, I want to say, 90 uh, shots on the Ed Sullivan show. He, uh, right next to the, uh, it's now the David Letterman Theater, but in New York, the street right next to that theater is called Senior Winters Drive. He was oh, right. That That's right. Yeah. yeah. There you go. Yeah. I, I, and, you know, yeah. I'm sorry, but the interesting thing about, uh, about Senior Winters is he, he worked for years and years at uh, the Crazy Horse Saloon in Paris, um, and his act was all in Spanish. He really just learned enough English to do that uh, very quick little choppy, so I thought, okay, okay. Uh, and it was choppy because that wasn't his native language. So oh. now it's, it's become, uh, again, another icon that <laughs> we know it's senior winches by those little choppy phrases. And I think also it's very interesting that, that this was a person that, if, if you remember this, I'm listening to, to the audience now, um, this was a fellow that his uh, accomplice, if you will, was his hand. And yes. he basically yes. painted on his hand and spoke to his hand, and to be able to be that successful doing that. And I have a short story about the the one time he was in a, in a train, and there was a, he was traveling between shows, and the train had an accident, and his dummy was damaged, but he had to go on that night, so he took the head and put it in a box, and that became his character Pedro. Yeah, a funny. very wonderful character, very unique, and I don't know that it's ever been duplicated because it's perfect. He could do. Uh, his distant voice uh, and the voice in the box with Pedro in the head, and it was uh, it was very smart. I, well, I, a lucky train wreck, yeah, lucky train wreck. Exactly. I want to ask you, you know, because it seems like sometimes necessity is the mother of invention. In your development of your career and development of your style, um, that turned out to be so successful on, on soap and, of course, in Jay Johnson, the two and only uh, Broadway show. Um, is there um, is something that happened or in, in a development along those lines with your uh, uh, presentation? Well, uh, there's always um, uh, character things that happen. Uh, the, the one thing for sure I know I changed um, just to make it more convenient. Um, I, I say squeaky, but it, it's actually Bob. Uh, before Bob, it was squeaky, and they're very similar characters. So uh, it was my main character, Squeaky, uh, and I did a, well, it was a song. He would sit in the box, uh, unseen by the audience, and I would play the guitar, and we'd both sing this duet. Uh, and uh, there was a show that, it was just a variety show, and I just came out to do that act, and I didn't want to carry um, uh, uh, just a puppet out for two seconds. So actually, I, I created an act where my watch talked and the guitar started to talk, and, and I walked out with uh, no puppets at all and just uh, did the act that way. And so, yeah, and it, it was very successful. Everybody thought that was brilliant. It was just a convenience, you know? <laughs> <laughs> did, did you ever do that again or something like that without a puppet? Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I do routines all the time without puppets, uh, distant voices, and... Um, Things that uh, objects I, I make a tennis ball uh, come alive. Uh, it's one of my characters in the two and only. But yeah, a ventriloquist can make anything in the world come alive and, and talk. And I think that's uh, some of the fun of it. You know, it's not always a human character. It could be any point of view that that can be vocalized. You know, that's great. Let's listen to another contemporary of ours. So long. <laughs> I'm going to die. <laughs> 
I'm dead. You are not dead. You're alive. You call this living? Jerry, Lynch, it's getting dark. Jerry, what's the matter? Hold on. It's getting dark. I can't see you. Turn the lights on. Where are you? The lights are on. Don't you see me now? Yeah, turn them off again. Jay, should I quiz you or should I tell everybody who that is? Oh, geez, Paul Winchell is uh, uh, probably responsible for more ventriloquists in a, in a strange way. His Jerry Mahoney puppet sold by the Sears and Roebuck catalog was actually uh, a really good starter puppet. And it was, it, was, it was done well. He merchandised them. Every kid wanted one. I had one. And I think we all kind of started with uh, uh, that instrument. So um, outside of being a great ventriloquist, a nice guy, he was uh, uh, created puppets for all of us and didn't even know. Absolutely. And, and he, believe it or not, had polio as a child, and, and that's what he uh, suffered from. So he bought a kit and in school made his own dummy in art class. But because he had polio, he was kind of limited in what he could do. So he developed um, the skill uh, and art of, of ventriloquism. Um, so it leads me to, to, and I know that you talk about a little bit that you've got some d dyslexia yourself, and, and I, yes. I wonder if there's any um, benefit to doing ventriloquism for children, uh, fear of public speaking, does it open up their creative side, speak people with special needs, anything like that? Do you have any thoughts on that? Uh, I do have thoughts on that. Uh, I, I'm not sure, um, other than dyslexia, how ventriloquism helps any other. Uh, for Paul, obviously, it would have been... Um, uh, if, you, if you're not going to become a dancer, you become a guy that talks, you know, that's it. But for me, um, ventriloquism doesn't involve any skill that uh, dyslexic doesn't have. I mean, it's not reading, it's not math, it's not uh, uh, those cognitive skills that we, we're not as good at. It's just uh, a vocal tradition. You talk and you, uh, you, make, you make things talk uh, in a tricky way. So uh, I, I can compete on that level, but I'm not going to compete with a mathematician and, you know, programming uh, math on a computer is not going to be my thing. And there's no need because uh, the Tony Award winning show, uh, Jay Johnson, uh, the two and only uh, that you can, uh, you know, download live if you want to do that on the Yeah, and you know, it, yeah. It, it's it's a great thing. We uh, It's difficult to do a, a show that was written, staged, and done for the theater and then put it on film. And uh, I waited a while to do that. I made sure that I could uh, have a total creative input. Uh, and what we've got is uh, is really that show that was at the Helen Hayes that won the Tony. And, and you really have the best seat in the house. In fact, it's a seat that you couldn't really have because there are a couple of times we get uh, closer than anybody could uh, sitting in the audience but uh, real proud of the way the film turned out oh and even getting close up uh, it doesn't ruin the illusion at all you're so terrific with the technical aspect of, of performing this art I, I i saw the show on broadway with with my wife and i converted her into being a, a fan <laughs> of the genre and then i went ahead to the next generation i brought my niece to long island where you had performed at, at one point the show and so it oh is, yeah it was it was wonderful, and it was it's a show for the whole family. And to me, with the holidays coming up, it's a great present to 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 be able to sit down and wherever you live and watch a Broadway show uh, on the couch and experience what you experience in this show. I don't want to ruin it, but there's there's highs and lows. There's, there's maybe you get a little choked up. There's a lot of laughs. There's some history. It's a lot of fun. Well, we tried to try to do everything. I knew for sure going to Broadway that you can't just do. Um, I mean, people do their concert on a Broadway stage, and they call it a Broadway 
show. But my uh, my desire was not really just to do my nightclub act. I, w- I could do that in a nightclub. I wanted to design a show that had all those colors of a, of a Broadway show from uh, the sadness to the happiness to the uh, tightness in your throat and all those emotions. So, yeah. And was this it's something that great fun. was this something that you had always wanted to, to do, Jay, to, to sort of expand beyond, you know, the nightclub circuit to, to expand the number of characters and make a more broader show? Uh, yeah, I, that, that's one thing I've always wanted to do. I've always wanted to be uh, uh, on a stage. Uh, I, I love to do television. I love to do film. But there's nothing like uh, being on a, a Broadway stage, stage of any kind, but Broadway is kind of the ultimate. And that's a place that was made to perform. And it's just, it, 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 to me, it's the ultimate. That's terrific. It, it's something that you really, it's affordable and it's something you, you really have to experience, I think. And go to the two and only.com and you've got a number of options there as to whether to purchase the CD to or DVD or to, to download it right to your computer and, and, and watch it right then and there. Uh, Jay, yeah, gonna, it's, it's so odd to, to be in this world where that can happen. Yeah, because uh, it's fun. It's amazing. Um, we're going to take a, a few minutes here just to have some fun with you, Jay, and play a little bit of a game show. You against sure. Dave. And we're going to call it... Uh, who's the dummy? By the way, is dummy a derogatory term? Uh, not necessarily. I, I just think it's, uh, we'll talk about it, but it's incorrect word. For okay, the- great. We'll get that to the next show. You know, we have, we have a few minutes here. We can turn the music down a little bit. And I'm going to ask, who is the dummy? And I'm going to ask you or Dave to tell us who is the performer that's associated with the with the, the dummy or the, what would be the right word, Jay? Uh, the technique is a ventriloquist figure, but uh, for this, uh, d- dummy sounds right. Okay. The VF. All right. I'm going to ask uh, Dave, an easy one, I think. Right. Uh, we'll start off with Charlie McCarthy. Um, you just talked about him. Edgar Bergen. All right. Jay, how about yeah. Bob Campbell? Well, he, he was tough. I think he he belonged to Chuck Campbell, which was who was played by Jay Johnson. There you go. <laughs> How about Pedro, uh, Dave? Oh, you just mentioned that too. Uh, yes. Senior Wences. Good. Okay. How about Darwin the Jazz Monkey, Jay? <laughs> you know, I think this is a rigged contest. <laughs> I, I think I know this guy. Yeah, Darwin the Darwin the Jazz Monkey belonged to uh, to me, and uh, uh, it, uh, yeah, Darwin. That's me. That's, That's my favorite. My my daughter's favorite. It certainly appears in Jay Johnson the two and only my favorite uh, my daughter's favorite character in that show I'm going to try a couple more quick ones uh, Knucklehead Smith Dave didn't mention him <sighs> Paul Winchell Paul Winchell and finally how about Nethermore the bird of death Jay <laughs> Never know the bird of death. Jay Johnson uh, made his debut in uh, Jay Johnson, the two and only. All right, Broadway. we'll be back yeah. right after this.